Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Well, 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 well. Here we are, brother from another once again. It's Thanksgiving for the rest of the country. Vinny Goodwill for us today. It's Friendsgiving. We have Thanksgiving tomorrow, but Friendsgiving right here on Brother from Another, uh, sharing a meal with you. I see you have come empty-handed. I don't see anything in your hand. I'm aware of your manners. I don't see any pies. Uh, uh, Water? Water? We got water. We got running water in the crib, but I I, I want something else for Friendsgiving besides your wonderful company. Uh, Can you come up with something before uh, 4 o'clock Eastern? Uh, a hearty good luck to your Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> baby. Yes, yes, yes. I will a good luck it. for that ass you know whooping you're going to take. A good luck. Uh, oh, oh hey, listen. Luck. Hey, you know, Vinny, I can't even talk trash. I was I was so prepared to talk trash. Talk trash last week with Albert Breer. We call him Bert. On the, gov- the government calls him Albert. I call him Bert. So Bert Breer. Grew up in Massachusetts, went to Ohio State. So he's a Buckeye, honorary Buckeye. And uh, we were talking so much trash last week. Who oh, can't wait? We're looking right past Maryland. I didn't think about Maryland. And as a matter of fact, Michigan playing Illinois. I didn't think about the Illini. Okay, get Illinois out of here. Get Maryland out of here. Michigan won by two. Ohio State got a late touchdown. The game looked a little more comfortable than it actually was. I was sweating during that game. So. I was humbled last week. I'm not talking trash today. I'm not thinking they're gonna win. I mean, like, come oh, on, Vinny. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Come I on, like Vinny. It. I like it. Come I on, like man. It. Come on, come on, Vinny. You I know like what's it. gonna happen. Do I? Right? You know what's gonna happen. You dread. You kind of dreading it. You dreading it a little bit. That's why. That's why I love it, though. By the way, I know you're representing the alma mater. But who was there for you before Medill was there for you? Who raised you? Who raised you? Medill ain't raised you. Northwestern ain't raised you. Michigan raised you. But you got no Michigan representation today. You representing that smart Big Ten school. (laughs) But you ain't representing the Big Ten school that's going to be playing tomorrow. Well, it's funny you should say that because I... I did not go to Medill. I didn't go to a Big Ten school because I ain't had that kind of money. I'm wearing okay. Medill today because my friend J.A. Adande gave me this as a uh, gift for speaking to his class. You know, I would speak to the, the Medill students, especially when I lived in Chicago for a number of years. And unfortunately, unfortunately, Mr. Holly, I'm in your hometown right now of Cleveland. So if I wore, you know, like some patronizing Michigan gear, I might come and have my hotel room on fire. I don't feel like dealing with that right now. So I figure I'd wear something a little more neutral. I think this weekend is going to be a glorious, glorious occasion if we're going to talk about Ohio State, Michigan, or or rather as people with common sense say it, Michigan versus Ohio 
That, that's yeah. how we refer. That's how we refer to you folks. Um, not not in that <laughs> the Ohio State stuff yeah, or anything uh, like that. That's no, a, yeah, no. that's that's very that's very obnoxious, isn't it? That is obnoxious. You are, you are Why you think? act like you don't have any home training. That's what y'all act right. like. You 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 Clevelanders, well, you Ohio Staters. Like I'm just glad you guys actually know how to spell the. Shockingly, I didn't know. And when you right. spell the O H I O. Sometimes it looks like it's spelled in reverse, so I'm not really sure if spelling just, yeah. is really a strength of you guys. Okay. But just... you know what is a, but you know what is a strength of you guys? Right. You know what is a strength what is of you guys? What is it? Is what, what, giving up Heisman moments to Michigan players on, on you know on. cut returns, kick that returns. Traitor, that all the traders. Oh, which one? You mean all the which traders? One? You mean all the traders, all the traders Man. who are native, native Ohioans who mm. have gone up north. Uh, mm. Desmond Howard, I'm talking about you, Desmond Howard from Cleveland. Mm. I'm talking about you, mm. Charles Woodson from Ohio, leaving the state to go Ohio. play for Michigan. Okay, go ahead. I'm still, it's in Ohio. It's close to Michigan. Still, Ohio, trader. So great, you got some highlights. You want to show me some videos? Is that what you? Is that what you got here? I, I, Did you ask I, I, Gary Carter? I don't know if Gary has the the highlights okay. of the 78, 78 yard punt return or the ninety one yard punt return. You know, capital yeah. capitalized by uh, Keith Jackson yeah. saying, "Hello, Iceman." Do you remember that? Do you remember that yeah. moment? Yeah, I do. I do remember that. that. I do vaguely. Okay, vaguely, because you know what? Vaguely, because it's like this. Because it's like people. <clears throat> it's like people. Uh, like I say, Cowboys fans, for example. Not, I don't have a problem with Cowboys fans. I'm just getting this is the example that came to mind. Who love telling going. you about well, the glory? Who love telling you about the glory days? Uh-huh. Because the glory days uh-huh. were in the '90s, uh-huh. so they remember the '90s really well. They're like, hey, yep. what happened in 2005? I, I don't know. What happened in 2010, 15, 20? Oh, I don't know. But hey, remember that time we beat Buffalo the second time? Like, okay, okay, we going over. We we doing 1992 again? <laughs> we doing that again? Okay, Respect. I got I got a few. Respect. I got a few issues. I got a few issues with you. Number one. Okay. Okay. And you know, J. A. Adande is another brother from another. That's my boy. Okay, Absolutely. I've known Adande. We were we were teens. We were teens coming up in this business together. We have done a lot of the same things along the way. He was a columnist. I was a columnist. He covered the beat, the NBA beat. I covered the NBA beat. He did TV. I did TV. He teaches. I teach. You ain't come to my class. What? You didn't. You didn't invite me. You ain't me. come to my class. Oh man! You didn't come me. on. Come on. You going to Northwestern instead of Boston University? Anyway. Well, That's well, I mean, man, well, if you want to talk about Boston University, go ahead, go ahead, going go somewhere ahead, go in Boston, <laughs> as a as a brother, I have to worry about actually getting in oh, and out of Boston oh, in hey, one listen. piece. Hey, let me tell you, Vinny, uh, Evanston, Illinois, not Chicago, Evanston, Illinois, uh, is is kind of similar to Boston in that regard. As a matter of fact, I don't think Evanston has the numbers. That Boston does so, you know. Let's 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 calm down with that. It's well, not the well, same. well. W- once again, J. A. Adande teaches in downtown Chicago, right off the water. Ooh. Okay. Uh-huh. So once again, I don't have to go north. When I lived in Chicago, I think one of my, you know, like a doctor I had was like north in Evanston. So 
So it, it wasn't as much of an issue there. Now, black men living in Boston, endangered species. Oh, Congrats stop to it. you. Stop it. You'll be stop. In, you, you, you'll be you, you, here lies the Michael Holly Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> you need to spend more time here. This is a great city. This is a great city. Oh, you mean like blacks. in June during the NBA? It's a great finals? city. I spent it's, it's plenty a great of city time for the there, brother. Oh, look at that. Look at that. I, I was waiting for it. I, I was I was stalling punch. so you could have it. Okay, here we go. Let me oh, see this run. Oh, oh, one tackle. Nice. Two. Oh, give me that block there. And Rodney running slow, right past David he looks Boston. Slow. Hey, We're but slow. y'all still We're couldn't slow, catch man. him. He ran yeah, right yeah. past David Boston on his way to history. Wasn't such that was a you know what you know what that you're gonna laugh at this. I was in okay. eighth grade that day. And on that particular Saturday, mm-hmm. I was one of these smart kids. Not to be funny about it, I was one of these smart kids. So I had to take yeah, like yeah. a high school oh, I'm not, entrance I'm not exam to go to go I'm to one surprised. of like the high schools of choice. I had to go take an entrance exam to go to one of the high schools of choice in downtown Detroit that you had to sort of test to get into. It's the same mm-hmm. day as the Michigan Ohio State game. So I'm rushing through this test so I can get home at noon or get them at 1130, lather it up a little bit to watch Chuck take over on David Boston and those overrated, overfed Ohio State Buckeyes. <laughs> overfed. <laughs> overfed. Overfed. That's true. But I will say That's this different. weekend will be a good game. Saturday will be a good game. Ohio State it will. does have a talent advantage. They have a wide receiver advantage, which scare, which honestly scares me to death. But Michigan this year, like last year, has the advantage in the trenches, and that's why they won last year by two touchdowns. And yeah, if yeah, they, they won. Win, was, if they was, went on Saturday, they put it on them. So it, this ain't the Cowboys. This year. ain't the Cowboys talking oh, no. about okay. Harris Switzer and Jimmy Johnson. We can go yeah, back yeah. fifty weeks to last we, year. Go ahead, we haven't lost. We go back to, last to Ohio year. State. And, since 2019. Yeah, and and you've done it. And you got we can go back 50 weeks and you've done it every single week. Every Michigan person I run into just revels in that victory because it's been a long time. But I'll say this. Uh you're right. You may have the advantage in the trenches where you don't have an advantage. It's in a very important position. Head coach. Mm. Your head coach, your head coach. Ooh, maybe a little bit of a Liability. He may be really? a liability. Yes. Really? Yes, a liability. And you know, I, I tell you what the head coach did. Head coach. See, like Ryan Day at Ohio State. See, Ohio State guys, even the flawed ones, because we had some flawed characters over the years. And like Urban Meyer, very flawed, right? Um that's all Jim you have Trussell, is flaws. And, and, well, yeah, yeah. Well, but Jim if Trussell, you ain't cheating, Trussell, you ain't trying over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I think Robert Smith learned that, by the way. Robert Smith from Ohio, went to Ohio State. Good job. But apparently he wasn't raised right because he thought he was going to go to Ohio State and actually go to class. Hey, bruh, you ain't here to go to class. You're not here. to. He's like, oh, I got my labs. I'm going to be a doctor. I got my labs over practice. No, no, no. We're not one of these smart Vinnie Goodwill testing <laughs> to get into the elite schools. No, 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 no. Lead that to Medill. That's from Medill and Purdue. You want to be smart, go to Purdue. 
You wanna you wanna play you know, football? What, you what, what did Cardell Jones? What did Cardell Jones say a couple years ago? We, he I was didn't right. come to play school. I came to play football. Cardell, our championship quarterback. Thank you very much. 2015. Shout out. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you. Now we've had our flawed guys from Urban Meyer to Jim Trestle. He looked like he was normal, but he was flawed. He had the sweater vest buttoned down. You think he's just like. Just kind of, uh, you know, traditional. He's not. He's doing no. some dirty stuff too. Cool. Mm-hmm, it's cool. Mm-hmm, but you know what our, mm-hmm. you know what our guys never do? They don't have wandering eyes. They, 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 are committed to Ohio State. They ain't trying to go like Jim Harbaugh is trying to go to, uh, Michigan, going to Minnesota. He was trying to go to the Vikings last year, and then when the Vikings turned him down because he probably went in there, like overinflating his importance. When they turned him down, he tried to crawl back to Michigan saying, oh, I was just going to investigate. You know, I'm committed to Michigan. If you were committed to Michigan, why'd you go to Minnesota for the interview? Anyway, it ain't gonna matter. It ain't gonna matter tomorrow. Uh, it will be a close game for a half. It'll be close oh. for a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I, I'm just gonna shoot I'm gonna you're tell you right shooting now. shooting your shot. You're, you are calling your shot. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Vinny, I'm just gonna tell you this. Regardless. I'm quiet okay. during these games. I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. So if they're mm-hmm. up by 21, I'm not going to be chirping. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be chirping at you. If they down mm-hmm. by 14 or 17, I might be hiding. But no, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say anything now <laughs> by 14 mm-hmm. or 17. Mm-hmm. I just let the game. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm old school that way. You know, some of these people with these tweets that people have, you know, it's got screenshots of them. Oh, they try to delete the tweet. No, 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 no. We got you. When you were celebrating. You know, like a Falcons fan up by 25 on the Patriots, for example. You know, no, no, no. I don't do that. Just wait till it's all over. Okay. And then I'll talk to you. What you doing next week, by the way? What you doing next week? What's your bad bill? Let's, let's, let's work it out on know. the air. Let's work out. Let's make, we, we're sharing. We're sharing with the audience. We appreciate you guys, <laughs> by the way, watching on Peacock TV, listening on Sirius <laughs> XM Channel 85, YouTube, wherever you consume podcasts, thank you. Thank you for the gratitude here for the gratitude edition of brother from another. So next week we, we love our brother, Vinny Goodwill. We love him and we want you to come on next week. I'm not runner. I'm not runner. Maybe not Monday. I'm not running. No, why not? Yes. That's Michael Smith back. That's my, yes, I do have something to do. Okay. Actually, you think, you think Michael Smith's going to be here on Monday? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Gary, play the music. Gary, music. Oh, I can't don't do him like that. Don't do him like that. I can't believe. <laughs> oh, Gary, music, Gary. Vinny <laughs> got jokes. Michael Smith is not going to be here on Monday. Monday after Thanksgiving? Why wouldn't he be? Because it's a Monday after Thanksgiving. And it's Michael Smith. You love him. I love him. You know him. I know him. Matter Are fact, you trying to say that he would skate out on work? If he's here on Monday, I will wear a Michigan hoodie for the rest of the week. Same hoodie. Every day. No, I don't I'm want a, you to I'll be go, like, uh, I don't want you to make the dog. I'm Mike McDaniel. Coach. No, no, no. I'll go I, Mike, I I'll go Mike McDaniel on you. Uh-uh. I'm going to go no. Mike McDaniel. You don't have to do in that. In for Michigan, in for Michigan, mm-hmm. in for in for Mike, in for Mc, McDaniel. 
Okay, I'll wear it all week if he's here on Monday. Ain't no way. <laughs> no way in hell. Why wash that sweater? <laughs> <laughs> Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. <laughs> Expecting it to be worse, or? I thought it was gonna be louder. Yeah. You thought it was gonna be louder? Yeah. I Before the game, where you kind of jumped in the stands and interacted with the fans, were you surprised at kind of the affection they were showing you, and did that maybe help you put put you at ease a little bit going into this matchup? A little bit, yeah. It was it was just nice to see you know have support in Philadelphia still, um, and and lifelong fans you know they do support me, so that was that was really cool to see. Um, yeah, that's a, and that's a nice feeling, you know. I think I did some things in Philadelphia that can be respected and appreciated. You know, I don't think we all have bad times, so um, you know it was good to you know have moments like that. Uh, ben Simmons last night uh, in Philadelphia. Nets go back there. Philadelphia is missing Joel Embiid. They're missing James Harden, Kurt Heelan. They're missing. Tyrese Maxey, who's their second best player after Embiid, and they win. <laughs> you know, the Nets have Kevin Durant, Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and they lose to the Sixers. So, uh, Kurt, how, how did you just what did you take away from that performance last night from the Nets and from the Sixers? The Nets aren't good, man. They do not play defense. They are small. They, they were running Joe Harris at the four for stretches last night. And I love B-Ball Paul, man. Bring more. We all need more B-Ball Paul off the set, off the bench. But they were just getting inside, doing whatever they wanted with, I mean, I know nobody can stop Tobias Harris. That's, but, but like, they just kind of got going with whatever they wanted to do last night. It was a, it was bad. And by the way, Simmons wasn't even bad, right? Like Simmons, Simmons, played decently again and handled the whole situation about as well as he could. The rest of his Nets teammates took the night off. Man. This team is a team full of mid, right? Like everybody was assuming, you know, Kyrie Irving comes back. Ben Simmons is better. Kevin Durant is Kevin Durant. And this thing is going to magically work. Well, Kevin Durant played reasonably well, even though I think, you know, just having 15 shots, I got an issue with that. But Kyrie Irving wasn't a net negative more than he is a net negative most nights because he doesn't play defense and monopolize the ball a lot of times. My problem is this Nets team, as constructed, is the reason why Kevin Durant said, get me out of here, right? He looked around and says, I got to be tall man. I got to be big man. I got to be defender. I got to be scorer and facilitator. You know who can do all of those things? Nobody. You know why the Brooklyn Nets are bad right now? Because you gave up 115 points to the Memphis Grizzlies when their best player was Dylan Brooks, who's a train wreck on a good day. 
And now we're supposed to be all up and excited because Jock Vaughn got them playing a little more defense than they played with Steve Nash and you got the big three together. No, no, no. I don't know why they're fooling themselves. This is like one of those loveless marriages where somebody's just waiting on the other person to leave, but nobody wants to change the locks first. Somebody got to change the locks first over there. Ooh, change the locks. By the way, did you see? Change the locks. Did you see Kevin? Dur- did you see Kevin Durant's face like third and fourth quarter when he was sitting on the bench? Like, you telling me he wasn't thinking when it's too early to re put that trade request back out there? Like he looked miserable mm-hmm. by the end of it. He was having fun on the court with. John with Niang, but like, <laughs> if George Niang is your is your counterpoint and and your team's getting your butt kicked, you got a problem, man. How, how about that quote though? How do you guys feel about that? I, you know, we, we got up on the screen now. Durant says, "Everybody, everybody wants to see our team fail. Nobody likes Ben. Nobody likes Kyrie. Nobody likes me. All this stuff." Okay, uh, like just your your take, uh, Vinny, Vinny, and, and then Kurt on this one. I just want to hear you guys. Nobody dislikes Kevin Durant, but I understand that he's going to take it for his teammates, right? He's not going to say people hate Kyrie and people hate Ben Simmons. He's going to include himself there. You know what that's called? Being a leader. I give him a little bit of credit for that. Actually, a lot of credit for that because for whatever reason, he's lumped himself in with these dudes who are wholly unlikable and refuses to throw them under the DLT. The DLT in Detroit terms is a bust, all right? He refuses to (laughs) throw them under the DLT. And I give him credit for that because Kevin Durant, to me, still has a pretty high Q rating. I know amongst us writers and media folks, people look at him and roll our eyes and stuff like that, but I personally have no issue with him. I still think he's a top-tier NBA player and actually a really good human being. So I don't think people want to see him lose. I think people want to see him make up his mind. I also think T, people always want to see super teams lose. Anytime you put a great this team ain't no together, super team. About, well, I was but, say, but it I, was supposed to be on I, paper, I, right? Like it was supposed it was to be supposed when you put to together be. these yeah. kind of stars, you get about you get about two years of uh, if you're if you're the like the Warriors or something, and you're winning and you're having fun before everybody turns on you anyway. So I just think mm-hmm. it happened earlier with this team because because of how it was assembled because not everybody likes Kyrie like I'm with, and I'm with Vinny like I Kevin's been almost MVP level for most of the season like he's been phenomenal yep. this season. You know I, I want to switch gears. One of the uh, best pieces of video we've had on this show recently, uh, Vinny Goodwill looked to the left, Vinny Goodwill looked to the right, and he said, "Hey, I'm going to tell you a secret, Anthony Davis." is not that dude. Well, well, Vinny Goodwill. <laughs> if you look at Anthony Davis, hey, hey, Anthony Davis is that dude lately. I mean, it's crazy. I know they lost last night, but again, Davis has over 20 rebounds. He's got over 30 <clears> points <throat> again, and he's in he's putting himself in the conversation like in consecutive games. Of, of performances like this. You got Bob, Bob McAdoo in the 70s. You got Wilt Chamberlain. I mean, there's some really big-time players who have done this. What's going on, Kurt? I'll start with you. What's going on with Anthony Davis? But he always has stretches like this. We, we all know Anthony Davis can play. Like, he, he mm-hmm. has these moments where you're like, oh, this peak Anthony Davis. I mean, how, how many years ago were we like, you know, he could be... He was going to be, when he came to the Lakers, explode into all this greatness. And he had it in the bubble, but he'd never been able to do it consistently. 
That's the question. Like, not that he's going to do 30 and 15, what is it, four straight games? Like, but can he stay healthy, stay on the court, and impact games for 70 games this season? I, I just, I don't believe it. And by the way, the rest of the Lakers aren't that good. So even if he does, how far are they going? Like, they're right. going to lose to teams like the Suns. But I just, hey, good for him. Like, he is playing well. I just, he's been able to do these stretches before. I mean, okay, if I said that he wasn't that guy, and I remember saying that he wasn't that guy, I can certainly come on here and tell everybody if I was wrong. But they lost again last night, didn't they? They lost again to a Phoenix Suns team minus Chris Paul. And in the seminal moment of that game, do you remember the seminal moment of that game, Michael Howley? Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Uh, Patrick, you talking about Patrick Beverly? Yeah. So explain yeah. to me how you as Anthony Davis, seven feet tall, you see the same thing Pat Beverly sees. You're closer to DeAndre Ayton. Nah. Uh, uh, and no, Pat no, Bev no. has to be the good. I reject Pat it. Yeah, he does. Because you know why? run up Cause, on because you ain't okay, going to do I'll it. I'll tell you why. No, I don't. That's not why. I can tell you why. Okay, we're in November. I'll give you the rest of November and I'll give you all of December. Patrick Beverly in all those games is not going to have over 30 points and 20 rebounds in all of those games combined. I mean, come on. This is not a fair trade. Yes, I will sacrifice Patrick Beverly. Go ahead, do your Pat Bev things. Get kicked out of the game. We don't care. Uh, You don't really bring that much to the table offensively anyway, and we'll keep Anthony Davis, keep him clean. But I'm here's the thing. Because he might get injured. He might get injured hitting somebody. Look, look, look. Here's the thing. Everybody done been in the group before where the smallest dude was the feistiest yeah. one or the mouthiest one, yeah. and then oh, Big yeah. Brother came ahead. Okay, fine. But here's the thing. If Anthony Davis steps in, he doesn't have to push DeAndre Ayton in the back, does he? He doesn't have to do what Pat Bev does. He can just step in and go man to man and say, hey, man, that, that's not cool. What are, you, what are you doing standing over little bitty Austin Reeves? That's all he has to do. He doesn't have to go into full Bill Lamb beer mode, but you can stop Pat no, Bev from going full Pat Bev. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying start a confrontation, but I am saying act like you're seven feet tall. Yeah, I don't oh, need no, that man, from Anthony Davis. What I don't know about you, Kurt. What I want from Anthony Davis is – uh, give me, give me seventy games. If you give me seventy games, I, I do believe. Here's a crazy take. It's crazy, but I do believe it. Uh, he didn't have to give you thirty and twenty, but seventy games of Anthony Davis will get them into the playoffs because, uh, right at the beginning of the year, nobody even thought they were a playoff team. I can see it. I can see it. I can see an identity starting to form around this team. Okay. Russell coming off the bench. Anthony Davis doing his thing. LeBron to be back soon. I can see this team not being great, but I can see him as a 7-8 seed. No question. How many games of LeBron do you get? <laughs> like Anthony Davis mm-hmm. is great, yeah. but like 55. If, if you've got it. 55. You're right. That maybe maybe the 7 or 8 seed and they can fight their way out of the play-in past whoever's left down there. Um, but that's as good as it gets there. This is a, at its best, a one and done team, right? Like, they, yeah, sure, like their sure. ceiling is one and done. And Anthony Davis can only carry that so far. And, you know, Hey, 
I don't know. I just that struck me as a hockey moment, man. You always got to have the goon who protects the stars, right? Like Marty McSorley's got to go protect Wayne Gretzky. Somebody, uh, it's a it's a size reversal, but somebody's it's that's never going to be. You're Anthony protecting Davis. Austin Reeves. Not, that wasn't that wasn't <laughs> LeBron that got knocked down. That wasn't Russ in his prime that got knocked down. That was no disrespect, Austin Reeves. Now, if you're the Phoenix Suns, y'all a bit too chesty for me. You know, if you're DeAndre Aiden, why are you going and standing over Austin Reeves? Like, what type of points are you scoring in that matter? He didn't even block a shot. That's the thing. Nobody looks good, right? I didn't like I didn't like Devin Booker, you know, talking trash about Pat Bev in the post game or whatever. You say what you say, it's, but the Suns need to do so. less talking and more winning. No, no, no. The Suns, when you blow a seventh game at the crib yeah. by thirty, yeah. I want Ooh. to hear nothing from you until the weather gets warm. And while Especially, the weather is cold, yeah. I w- don't want to hear. Oh, I was about to say, I was about to cut. I don't want to hear nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, by the hey, way, does the weather ever get cold in Phoenix? Well, where I am, it's quite cold. <laughs> and where most well, yeah, people are, it is, it's quite it cold. It is quite cold. Where you are, Kurt Helan, it is not cold. Where, he are, where, where yeah. we are, I don't know, is, man. It's Very. 60 degrees. Live in Orlando or something like that. I'm in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, I'm in Long Beach. It's 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 the mid 60s, man. That's sweater weather out here. Okay, see, oh, see, stop. Oh, stop. Up. You know, so look at this. <laughs> yeah. right. Early, early it, it, it was sunny today, and like earlier, about 42, 43. I said, "Wow, what a beautiful day! What a beautiful day!" It's 43. It's actually kind of warm outside. That's where I am. It's always cold. Let me ask you this. Is anybody good? Is anybody good in the West? I, I like I like some Eastern teams, Ooh. but in the West, it's just weird. I'm looking at teams that aren't usually good, like Sacramento. I'm looking at a team that's not supposed to be good, like Utah. And then, you know, you see the Clippers kind of, you know, off and on. I don't know. Like, wh- who's good and what do you believe? Kurt, first you, and then, uh, then Vinny. I guess Phoenix. I, but I mean, they 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 keep winning without Chris Paul, without Cameron Johnson. I, I still think, watch what I've seen of teams. I still think when the Clippers, if when the Clippers put it together, like that could be the team. But I don't buy anybody like Brooklyn <clears throat> and up Brooklyn, Boston and Milwaukee are like head and shoulders above everybody right now. I don't think there's anybody on their level, and there's nobody in the West playing like that. Not even close. I tend to agree. I think the NBA has become the NFL. Well, you got a whole bunch of mid. You got a whole bunch of seven and nine, nine and sevens. You got a whole bunch of Jeff Fisher type teams. Remember Jeff Fisher? He goes seven and nine, <laughs> eight and eight, seven and nine. That's what we got. We got a bunch of teams treading that line. I think it's two and a half games separating the 10th seed in the West or the eighth seed in the West from the top seed in the West. Yeah. And I don't think there's going to be much separation. This year, yeah, Boston and Milwaukee are clearly ahead. Cleveland, where I am now, Cleveland is a little bit better. They're 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 better than mid, right? When I mean, you got Donovan Mitchell, yeah, some yeah. of the pieces that they have, they're they're better than that. What but it's it? a bunch. But here's here's where things can be really interesting down the line. If you're a team that you feel like you're one move away, and you're not afraid of Golden State, you're not afraid of Memphis, you're not afraid of Dallas you're going to be more incentivized to go make this move because there is no juggernaut because this may be your one chance 
to get through mm. and get to the yeah, NBA Finals and see exactly what happens because it looks like a whole. It looks like the champs are going through like a midlife crisis right now, right? And they're trying to figure out whether the kids are going with with who with with parents in a divorce, right? They're having that midlife crisis. I don't trust Memphis right now because you have to trust the health, the long term health of John Morant. And I don't know if, with the way he plays and everything else if that is something that you can bank on. Dallas is going through something right now. They're not playing Christian Wood as much. You're depending a lot on Luka. So if you're one of those, you know, middle-class teams in the Western Conference and you're a move away, go ahead and do it. Why why let the Lakers go get Miles Turner when you can go get Miles Turner? Mm. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I think that's brilliant. Yeah, because there's nobody that scares you. Golden State, I think that two-timeline thing, yeah, let's just go to one timeline, man. Like it's it's not working. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I I, I I hope I truly hope Santa Cruz is a great city, and I hope James Wiseman enjoys it. But like, they're not good. They they've got some real issues, man. And and somebody you make a move. Don't say that in front of Natalie. Don't say that in front of Natalie. Good thing oh, Natalie well, coming, coming on, on next, soon. not right now. She's coming on mm. soon. Oh yeah, she's coming on soon. I tell you. But I, 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 with you guys, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say goodbye. I'm just gonna check, make sure, you know, my family's still here because Vinny Goodwill has already made references to somebody's got to change the locks. He's talking about who's getting custody <laughs> of the kids. This is Thanksgiving. We're supposed to be coming together. What is saying? Soul food. This family must be this fist. We got to be together. And Vinny Goodwill is getting us all separated. So. You know what, uh, Kurt? Maybe, maybe my black enjoy- family is the only real family on this uh, on this airwaves <laughs> where, where function is yeah. dysfunction. Maybe Come that's on, just dog. me. Yeah. No, y'all, your family's still together. Everybody's still together. Everybody's good. Good to see you, Kurt Helan. Enjoy Thanksgiving, and uh, we hope to you see too. you uh, after the holiday. I hope so too. Take care of yourself, both of you, man. All right, yeah, Appreciate go out you, there in that that frigid that frigid sixty five degree weather. I don't know how you got to deal with it. Your sweater. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. I put your Thanksgiving sweater on. All right, we've got the gratitude edition of My Bets, Your Money. I usually say I'm passionate about putting extra money in your pocket, but I am devoted in the gratitude. Get it? Devotion. Uh, 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 devoted to putting some money in your pocket. Last week, it was rough. No excuses. I was terrible. It was one and four. This week, I got to be better. Vinny Goodwill's Lions taking on the Bills. I can't say the Lions will win the game, but they'll win this bet. Take the Lions getting nine and a half. They've been playing much better. They won three games in a row uh, for the first time since 2016. I like the Lions uh, covering that. Cowboys versus the Giants. Sorry, G-Men. You're starting to fall apart. Give me the boys. Even though that's a lot to cover. Patriots and Vikings. You know what? The Patriots going to win this thing flat out over the Vikings. It's a good matchup for them. And oh, I've been waiting. Okay, call and response. OH, and you say, come on, let's do it again. OH, that's right. I-O, OH, 
I.O. Give me the Buckeyes! Give me the Buckeyes! Buckeyes! By 25. My bets, your money. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. I think that's 4-0, baby. These, you know, Steph Curry fans that think that I'm uh, a hater, like I'm a Steph hater. And How'd you piss them off? That's what I want to know. <laughs> See, this is, you're being an <laughs> no, this is what it is. Because you you see everything. You see what, everything. I, what I, I think is mostly everything. Yeah, yeah. You pretty much see everything. No, I think it really hit its sort of hit like a culmination when I was asked on first take, "Who would you rather have in the clutch, Luca or Steph?" Oh yeah. And first take is very much a black and white thing. You can't really live in the gray. Right. So I I chose Luca. Um, and I, the, my gist of it was he's got more size, and this year his clutch stats are better. That was the gist of it. And for like six, Damn, you did it on like ten games. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, this was last season. This was like during the playoffs oh, last okay, season. Okay, okay, I just okay. literally, I was like, it was like one of those five minute segments, and I was like, I'm gonna go look up clutch stats. <laughs> Very just rational argument here. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, Lucas slightly better. All right. I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. J.J. Reddick uh, talking to Steph Curry. Steph Curry just sitting there like, yeah, tell me why you doubted me. I just want to hear it. I want to hear it from you. And he's sitting there chilling. And, you know, Natalie, he's so, he's so comfortable in his own skin because he knows that that's ridiculous. They, they played Luka. They played Luka in the playoffs. And, uh, and, they, did, and they did just fine. They did just fine. So uh, is that just further... Despite the the Warriors' struggles this year, I want to uh, hear from you. Mm-hmm. Has anything changed in your player rankings of hey, who the best player is in the NBA? Look Whatever, at I see Vinny over there rolling his eyes. Like, like I don't understand. I don't know how. Like Steph is putting up some of the best numbers in the league right now. He's clearly still at the top of the league. Whether or not you consider him best, like he's there. He's one of the top guys. So no, nothing in my opinion has changed. He is still the best. And um, as far as his pettiness, I love it. You know, like I'm I'm also a very petty person, but um, that was silly when JJ. It was silly when JJ Redick said it. He is actually a low key hater. I might say high key. I have to think about it. But it didn't. Is that right? Is he? Yes, and it did well, not on, surprise me. It didn't surprise me when he on that. But no, elaborate, he elaborate. Did, you say he's like, why? Because, why he he always, because he always picks, like when, just in a lot of these discussions that come up <laughs> with Steph when he's on first take or wherever, and he has to put his opinion, somehow, no matter what, he just always picks against Steph. So his uh, reasonable rationale, whatever he was saying, you always find reason. You always find rationale. <laughs> You shouldn't have been picking Steph over Luca. That's why things went the way that it did. And Luca was great, but Steph outplayed him in that series. So, you know, like you're taking 
a body of work from Luca. That's the last few years. You're just looking up clutch stats and that's how you're forming your opinion. That's actually not that rational or reasonable in my opinion. Anyone that has an opinion that is not uh, stamped and sanctioned by the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry Hive all of a sudden becomes branded as a hater. Sometimes a guy can think something that's counter to your team. Like when you ask Matt her her five favorite players, she sounds like my man off making the band. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Because I spit yeah. that hot fire. And Steph no. does spit that hot <laughs> fire. He does. And but you, no, you know what's kind of you know, sure it is okay fine. I won't let you get but up here. here and do the straw man thing you do this every time you're on the show with me that is not true I've said before what's a straw man people consider Giannis top of the league that's fine I get that there's lots of players I've considered interchangeable with him I say I think he's number one and I make the reasons why I say that but I also give credence to the fact that okay. other players can be number one. So no, my list wouldn't be Steph, Steph, Steph. Just like also this year, I have said the Warriors are not good and they're not playing well. So no, if Kurt would have said that with me on the air, it wouldn't have impacted me because I am in agreement. Just like I'm in agreement with you on the Phoenix Suns and them being chesty. So it is not true. Oh, Let's not do straw mans. Let's just chesty. be accurate. You know, I'm a lawyer in my past life, so I like accuracy, please. Thanks. Well, oh, like can it. accuracy can accuracy also account for like tongue in cheek with the Dylon reference? Like clearly, I was joking, but uh, understandable. Un- you do it all the time. You're portraying me to be some crazy person, so I got to let the people know. But Vinny's my guy. I love him to death. Just want everyone to know. Oh that. my goodness, it's Thanksgiving. This is, but this is so what's, perfect. This what's what love happens. got to this do with accurate. Ike? What's love this got is to do accurate. with Ike? This is what what's happens that? at Thanksgiving. This this is what happens at Thanksgiving dinner. People it sit is. down, and, you know. <laughs> and, and in the beginning, in the beginning, it's like it's so good to see you. That had, that lasts like for like two or three minutes, or maybe like twenty five minutes, and then the real stuff happens. And then yeah. we start to have these conversations. So l- let me ask you though, since we're uh, we're on Steph and his team, I know he's putting up numbers. When Heelan said they're they're not good, is it? Is this salvageable with this with this team, or do they need to make some like like dramatic is too strong, but do they need to make some moves to kind of give them some clarity so they can figure out okay this is who we are and then we, we can't keep, we can't keep talking about last year we won a championship great best team in basketball but 2022-23 brings about some different challenges and circumstances and we need to confront that do they need to do something to to rescue this season. They do. And what I think is it? So. so what is it? Vinny probably will agree, maybe not with what I say, but I think he probably thinks the same, but let's see. So I like, I think that um, to qualify Kurt's statement a little bit, I think the bench is not very good. Like the Warriors, it's been said already, their starting five is still the best starting five in the league, right? So like they're, they're good, but you can't have the starting five play the entire game, right? So um, I think right now what's really missing, I don't even know if it's drastic. I think they just need another player, but it might be someone who can do multiple things. And I honestly don't know who that is, who can short the bench front court, right? I think that's what they're missing. And if they get that person, it will really help. Because right now, I mean, Dante is good. He's not a, he's a backcourt player, but he's not providing like, Gary Payton type impact, right? You don't have someone that's filling the auto role that was supposed to be Jermichael Green. 
he is not doing that. So you, you, you need someone else in there on that second unit. And when you get that, I think it will make a drastic difference. As it is, since they've taken James Wiseman out the lineup, I don't want to like single him out. It seems like I am, but they've already improved in their overall net rating, offensive and defensive. So they know the changes that need to be made. Just a matter if they're going to pull the trigger. You know what that sounds like? I don't mean to make fun of somebody, but like somebody smells in this classroom and it might be Mike McDaniel. You know, that's like, that's what it sounds like. That's <laughs> I know, somebody I didn't take bad. a shower yesterday. Yeah. Okay. My concern my concern with Golden State is if Steph is playing so well and playing so hard early, you're going to run him down. You're going to run him ragged before this season gets to the point where he can really ramp it up. Like luck, I'm going to say luckily for him, but kind of in a way, luckily for him last year, he had that injury that allowed his body to rest leading up into the playoffs, and then he could ramp it up. He wound up, he can re recharge a little bit, right? But he's playing at such a high level, and it's required to play at such a high level. And then, guys, they go and take nights off. They say, you know what, y'all? We, we won our one road game for the year in Houston. We'll take tomorrow in New Orleans off. Like, I don't know how good that is for this team in the long run. Like, it's, it's to me, it's not necessarily about rest as it is the type of minutes that you're playing when you're out there. If you're running it to the bone while you're playing 33 minutes and then resting the next day, I don't know how that really accurately prepares you for the rigors of playoff basketball or what the sports science tells you. But I'm in agreement with Natalie. I do think they need, I won't say a drastic personnel move, but if Klay Thompson doesn't play better, this thing is going to go up in smoke. And it's not one team that I would say Golden State should be afraid of but it's no one team that you can overlook either. And I think that is the clear and present yeah. danger for anybody in the Western Conference right now. Yeah, I think I've spoke on like Clay and the fact that Jordan Poole needs to play better, but I guess I trust those guys to get it together. Clay Thompson's a proven champion. So I trust him to get it together because I don't, when I see Clay on the court, I don't see like someone who's struggling because like he doesn't know how to shoot anymore. I see someone pressing. I see someone who's like, wants to prove he's still the same clay. And most of the things that are hindering him are just like mental. It's himself. It's not like an ability. Like he can't defend the way he used to, but he can still be a solid defender. Maybe not on the quick guards, but on some of the other players. Right. So um, the whole resting, that's just Steve Kerr's philosophy. He rests them on the second night of a back-to-back. -back. And if you look at the Warriors early season this year, they've just had a lot of back-to-backs, you know, and they've done the, what is it, four or five in however many days. So they sort of had a rough schedule to start the season. I didn't like the resting again in New Orleans, but that's just his yeah. philosophy. I don't think you have to worry yeah. about... That's a bad look. That's a bad look. I agree. I agree. I but I don't think you have to I worry about that, that preparing oh, Steph it. for the postseason. He's a champion. Like, that's... it. You, the people you have to worry about for the postseason is the bench. Like, the proven guys, I'm not worried about them. And the last thing that I just wanted to say is... I don't think Steph is going to wear down. I think this thing every year with him and worried about him, he's one of the best conditioned athletes in the league. All of his prior injuries have always been, for the most part, like since the ankle repair, contact injuries. Like someone hit him or he, like they're not just like him and his body breaking down. So he's solid. He's sturdy. He's good. I don't think those are concerns. They got to get that. And he's turning up. 35 in March. Okay. Turning but right now 35. he's good. Yeah, you got it. I I I agree. I think you gotta 
<clears throat> I think you got to have a, a maintenance plan uh, and not necessarily maintenance. You got to have a minutes plan. Now the, the maintenance thing that uh, Steve Kerr is doing. Uh, he really annoyed and it wasn't even me. I didn't have tickets. What he said the first time he did it. He was like oh, fans would be wise to check the schedule. Hey, man. I ain't trying to check the schedule and see what see like, you well, got the play. I got tickets. Yeah, I got tickets. I got tickets to the game. I see Golden State on the schedule. I'm gonna get the tickets. I ain't trying to and do no research, bro. City. <laughs> oh, just I mean, ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. All right. Anyway, this is this is what is not ridiculous. Um, it's Thanksgiving. We got Thanksgiving traditions. We got Thanksgiving thoughts. Vinny, you said something a couple weeks ago. I want you to follow up on it. You called something a Thanksgiving movie, and I just want you to show your work. Uh-huh. What did you call it? <laughs> Tell the people. What did you call a Thanksgiving movie, and why is it? The greatest ensemble cast of all time, Boomerang. That is the greatest Thanksgiving movie of all time. Now, you would say, what makes it a Thanksgiving movie? I don't know any Thanksgiving yeah. movies. You know, Halloween, you know, Christmas. The dinner scene with the chitlins and the... <laughs> You know, are you whipped? That yes. is a Thanksgiving dinner scene. That is the, you, I can't name a comedy or a film that has a greater ensemble cast of stars and comics, notable people on there with minor roles, major roles. It is one of the, it is literally every time that movie is on, no matter where it's at, I am cutting it on That's and right. I am sitting down, I'm transfixed. I like it. Bye, Natalie. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movie. It's a, it's a stretch, but I love the movie, so I'm gonna co-sign Vinny here. Do you, uh, do you all have any Thanksgiving traditions uh, that you follow? Any unusual things that you do in your family, or that you do uh, uh, specifically around Thanksgiving that you'd like to share with our audience before we sign off? For never the had a chitlin in my life, and never will have a chitlin in my life. That is the most no disgusting. Chitlins, huh? Not never. Are you crazy? I, Not never. Don't yeah, put a chitlin yeah. near me. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah, have yeah, either. I, but oh. I'm my family's Jamaican, so that's I don't think it's weird, but for us we don't eat traditional what people will consider Thanksgiving food. We eat Jamaican food. So there's jerk chicken so and there's Oh good. You yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell it, us about it. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just we cook things that are like the foods that we eat and you know, but for the holidays. So that's for Thanksgiving and Christmas. My, my I can tell you this. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say. My no, I was just gonna say. Real makes, quick. makes this. Make, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Real quick. Real quick. Uh, just I'll tell you all about chitlins. Since you've never, you, you've never had them, uh, I used to have to go buy them. I'd buy them at the store. I'd bring them back. They would clean them. The whole family like clean these chitlins, and clean them for days. And you know what? Still nasty. Your house. They taste okay. <laughs> But the smell, the smell oh. lingers for at least a week. It's oh. just nasty. Tell me about your aunt, though. Tell me about your aunt real quick. We got 30 seconds, Vinny. Tell me about your aunt. What she, you do? She makes this strawberry sort of jello mold that's got strawberries and whipped cream and pecans and pineapples in it. Greatest thing ever. Like, that's actually like my formal request if she's watching. Can you make that for me, Aunt Carol? I appreciate it. Sounds delicious. Thanks everybody. For the whole for the whole cast. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you, Vinny. Happy Thanksgiving, Natalie. Happy Thanksgiving to both of you and your families Likewise. and all of y'all. We appreciate, we just appreciate you. Love having this platform so we could just share and 
talk, make ourselves vulnerable, and have some good times as well. Hey, go noon blue. on Saturday, noon Eastern, OH. What? <laughs> go ahead, Vinny. Say it. <laughs> go blue, baby. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.